It's, it's almost zen. Yeah, yeah. And that he, he lets it go, and then it, it comes around. You are listening to End If Love Remains, a unique show spotlighting people, ideas, science, culture, and art. Your host, Mike Lovett. Mike Lovett. Rachel, yes, this is the big podcast in the sky, And If Love Remains, and you're speaking to Mike Lovett. And I have in studio today two fabulous guests, and I say fabulous in the most fabulous of ways. Um, <laughs> no, these are good good friends of mine. I, got, I have Jim and James Transu. Really happy to have. We're going to be talking to movie one in particular, but welcome. Glad to have you guys. Thanks, Mike. I'm Jim. Thanks, Mike. I'm James. <laughs> glad we got that clear. <laughs> We're glad to be here. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of, I can't roll my R's. Uh, it's terrible. It was the worst as a singer not being able to roll an R. I'll bet. Yeah. Anyway, um, I would like to um talk about a movie that you guys introduced me to i have never been an an evangelical for any movie a missionary for any more movie more so in my life than this particular movie and i've been telling everybody i could talk to how just epic and amazing and and they gotta go see it and that of course what is the movie R R R. That is right. I believe we should now refer to as. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> we could call it triple R. Triple yes. R. It's not saving you any syllables. It's not. It's, no. it's a little easier throat. than R R. That's true. It's right? like Mork from Mork, you know. R R R R. No, it. And, uh, uh, and, and it is, and by the way, that's not the rating. That is the title. <laughs> it's rated triple R for thrilling. Um, I don't even know what it's rated. I, I don't know what's rated either. I I've told people who have asked me, I said, if I were to rate it, I would probably rate it a PG 13, maybe on, maybe on the high side cause of the violence, but it, it is, is seriously the most wholesome movie. movie. There's no like sexual tension at all or any kind of kiss or there's nothing. It yeah. is so wholesome and so good. And, 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 but there is violence, there is blood, there is broken bones. And I must say, we're going to be do a non spoiler free <laughs> talk. We're going to talk about this thing. We're talking about all as much as we can about it. Um, so super so, spoilery, super spoilery, super spoilery. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to keep that joke. Rolling yes, we are. That, I mean, <laughs> every chance. <we> get. <laughs> um, so yes, I, 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 you know, yes, go see the movie. If you want to see it before you listen to this, I have to say like any great work of art, no matter how much we spoil it, it does not do it justice. You have you when you go see it, you'll be like, you guys missed half the stuff. <laughs> it's really too bad that it's not currently in any more theaters because uh, it it's best with a big screen and big speakers. Yes, yeah, it really is. It it is the epic. It, I mean, as as Jim said, coming out 
I think the first time we saw it, it's the most movie of any movie <laughs> we have I have ever seen in my life. Um, it's a lot of movie. It's a lot of movie. It's like six hours of movie packed in, into three hours. In every way, it's a lot of movie. That's right. It's a big movie. <laughs> um, but let's let's talk about it. First of all, how did you guys come across it? And and um, you know, yeah, how did you guys come across it? First did of all, did you want to? You tell that story. Well, about eight or nine months ago, there's a YouTube channel uh, called Corridor Crew, and one of the more popular series is VFX Artists React. They've been doing a couple of Bollywood videos, and then they invited a guest to uh, react to the visual effects in RRR. And the effects are maybe not the most realistic or impressive, but they are very immersive. Um, there's a lot of animals in the movie, and every animal is CGI. And it's, again, not exactly the most realistic animals they could have done, but the story envelops you, it engulfs, and it really makes it compelling. So so seeing that video kind of made you go, I got to watch this thing? Like, what was it about that video that intrigued you? Uh, I think one of the shots they reacted to was when Beam uh, is getting chased by the wolf and then oh, yeah. jumps oh, out of the way of the wolf so that it, dives into a tiger and then the tiger's in a net and he has to hold the net back while the tiger is running at him. So when he roars back at a tiger that he's holding back with his bare arms, it was like, something's up with this. <laughs> yes. That's an awesome scene. That is an awesome scene. And the guys scene. that were talking about the movie, they loved it. They were raving about it. So I looked it up. And it had already played in theaters and was no longer in my area. <laughs> so that was unfortunate that I missed that opportunity. But now it's it was in theaters well, last week, two weeks ago. It was. When last I went week. to see it. Yeah. Just before the Oscars. So. And they what... should have done it just after the Oscars. But I guess that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. What was the... um um? And so... Do you you originally you watched it on Netflix? Sure. Yeah. And <laughs> no, it, it's available on Netflix. It's right available now. on Netflix, yeah. and it was then too. So yeah, so we saw it. Um, we saw it at home mm -hmm. on the on the TV. The uh, tiger versus wolf scene was just so amazing. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, the the scene that really made me want to go watch it was um, early on in the movie. Where Raju is, um, he's the kind of the fire character, mm -hmm. um, and he's working for the the British, uh, the Imperial Police. I um, know this scene, <laughs> right? And so there's like a thousand people somewhere outside of outside of Delhi, right? Yeah, outside the, of yeah, Delhi, it was in the desert outside of Delhi, where a bunch of police. They're, they're just are. like riding against the the police station. Uh, which is surrounded by a hurricane fence, right? Right. And and one of the uh, one of the officers is offended <laughs> by Quite a thrown object, right? <laughs> and he's like, "Arrest that man and bring him to me," right? And it's, he's in the middle of a thousand rioters, <laughs> and Raju just like Spider Man's over the fence with his stick in hand, <laughs> right? And in I mean, I hesitate to call it realistic because, like, physics just doesn't apply. No, but it feels, but it feels so real. 
Like he is getting the the crap kicked out of him, and he just keeps pressing forward. At one point, they all like dogpile on top of him, and he's like, like hurting people at the bottom so that he could well, work his way back up. In that scene, when 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 he's at the bottom, and they do an over an over shot, and it looks like, and and it looks like insects just like falling right, right. over like ants on a beetle something yeah. like World War Z. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it's very World War Z. But and, better. Yeah. <laughs> but World War Z, but good. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I was just, I just loved that whole thing. I loved the way that, um, you know, he got up on top of the cliff because he could see the guy. The guy couldn't, couldn't back up anymore because he was backed up against the cliff. Yeah. And Raju sees a way to get on top of the cliff. And then he, I mean, in, Jason Bourne wishes he was as bad as <laughs> right. Raju because he knows he's going to get swarmed by the protesters at the top of the cliff and he's counting on it. Right. So he uses their bodies and kind of hangs onto them as he pushes them off the cliff and they all fall together, mm. but he uses them to break his fall. That's amazing. It's so well thought. Through. I think it's just so... It's so great. So I had to see it. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, I have to find out, you know, see everything that happens in this movie. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's back up just a hair. Um, so first of all, if you haven't gathered, this movie is from India. It is a, it is an Indian movie. It's from the, the, I guess the Tollywood. Tollywood. Mm -hmm. It's in Telugu. It's in Telugu, Telugu Tollywood, because I guess there's two there's, Tollywoods. Yeah. Apparently there's a Tollywood in Bali. Huh. Um, but that doesn't make sense to me. You'd think Bollywood would be able to know Bollywood. Right. Well, so, but, so, and I say that to say it comes from that heritage of like just being over the top. When, when I describe it to people, like the best thing I could think of, it's like Indiana Jones, except for the protagonist is like a demigod. <laughs> and then you put them in the Marvel universe and go. It is a superhero movie. <laughs> you know? They are definitely... Super. They're definitely superheroes. I yeah. mean, you know, the the jumps and the and the flips and and some of the stuff that these guys pull off. And, but I never feel like it takes me out of the movie. I mean, I've definitely been in movies where I'm watching I'm like, "Oh, come on." I mean, yeah. Pick a Jason Statham movie. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, "Really?" But I don't know. I just felt like these well, guys could do it and I felt like it was appropriate for the movie. And to me, it it's like it's like watching a comic book. Like, Very much. like when you see it's, it's almost like the pows and the guys flying off the cliffs. It's like, you know, that it, it's an artistic idea. And so you can buy into it because they just go full fist into it. Right. it they do. It, it's just we're 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 going all the way. You man. Right. <laughs> so the movie itself is called RRR because the director and the two uh, the two actors, the director is S.S. Rajamali. Um, the man that plays Raj is named Ram Sharam. Uh, I don't remember how you pronounce that. I mean, inflection, but, and then the other guy, Kumaran Beam is played by a man named, uh, Junior N-T-R. Yeah. But the R is also like a name. Ram yeah. something. Um, so they were the three R's. I don't think I knew that. That that was why that that that, that was the working title. It's right. like the the equivalent would be if Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Steven Spielberg made a movie called SSS. Gotcha. Right, and the the actors and even the director they're like idolized 
in India. They are rock star level yeah, celebrities. They are rock star level. So that's, they just kept it. I mean, they came up with Rise, Roar, Revolt kind of after the fact. Right. Uh, my understanding is they did like some polls online to find out like what RRR <laughs> should stand for in each of the 172 languages that they dubbed it in. Um, that might be a slight exaggeration. Not much though. I, I think there's at least 14 different dubs. It's, it's crazy. And 13 of those are in India. <laughs> Right. Wow. There's a lot of there's a lot of languages. So they had to come up with a different reason to call it RRR in, yeah. in every language. Uh, so there's that. Um, Beam, uh, Kumaran Beam, and uh, and uh, Raju, those were real revolutionaries back in right. the early 1900s. Yeah, so this is taking place in like, yeah, the 1920s. Like 1920s. It was supposed to start. Right. Um, so in, in the real, and I, you know, I guess I should have started way back in the beginning by saying um, I don't think any of us are in any way experts on Indian culture or no. history. <laughs> um, I couldn't even begin to to touch the uh, the pantheon of gods that they have in India. But I know that um, Ram, Ram Raju, named after the god Ram, the Lord Ram, mm -hmm. um, and he was he was a real revolutionary. Um, I think ultimately his big, his big uh, contribution was I want to say ninety two. I think that's when he was finally truly uh, killed. Okay. By the British, uh, it might have been a little bit later than that. Um, and then Beam, Komaran Beam is also apparently named after a god. Okay. Um, and he was a real revolutionary who really did fight mostly for the tribals for for the right to control their own land uh and i think he ultimately was killed in the 40s okay 1940 uh, okay i think so they there's this period of time where what they actually did in the real world is kind of unknown yeah right so uh rajamali had this idea well what if they met and became the best friends ever yeah uh and that's and that's so kind of the, the story right and yeah it's a reimagining of history of, definitely you know of uh, taking these icons and making them more iconic <laughs> right and right. Uh, um you know and and again like neither of us know the history of india and it's so big like it's hard for us to imagine how big from a population standpoint india is and how many different subcultures there are um and and so the uh, you know when britain was when it was part of the british empire you know there was no kind of i, I as i imagine there wasn't like a uniting factor other than we want to get the british out you know i guess it's ima imagine if the 13 colonies like actually we're all like different religions and different cultures and different, and we wanted to get the British out. So we got together to, to do that. And then we literally separated. And, <laughs> right. You which know, presumably which, would have been somewhat more we, difficult. Yeah. We all had different languages and different yeah. gods. Um, On that note, there is an interesting couple of scenes in RRR where they are speaking two different languages. That's true. So Raju is, uh, he's, undercover and he's trying to find beam so he goes to a revolutionary meeting and the people that are trying to uh coordinate and organize everything mm -hmm. and spouting different political ideas 
they are saying it in one language and then someone else is immediately translating what it says because the people in the room don't speak the same language. Okay, that actually, that makes sense. I, I, I recognize that. Yeah, there was scene. that scene where yeah. it's, uh, we may as well kill uh, the king. And then he immediately turns to the audience and says, I just told him that we may as well kill the king. <laughs> right. Because he's now translating himself and we can't, we don't hear the different languages. We don't. So the movie yeah. is um, uh, is captioned, um, but a lot of it, surprisingly, a lot of it is in English because the English are involved. And whenever the English are present or they're speaking to the English, they're talking in English. And um, and it's when they're speaking to each other that they're speaking, uh, you know, their own language. Or when the songs are playing. <laughs> or when the songs are playing. With the best <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> yeah. They kind of are. <laughs> I mean, like... It's yeah, it's pretty yeah. It it might be worth learning the language just to understand the lyrics as originally written. Yeah, because they are pretty uh, pretty phenomenal. Uh, the British are the most evil. Right. Like, you thought like, what's his face was bad in the Patriot, <laughs> right? He's, right. Yes. That dude yeah. who like burned people alive in the church. <laughs> yeah, pansy. <laughs> right. Um, what a bleeding heart liberal. <laughs> Compared to these guys in the movie. Um, um, what's her name? Elizabeth Duty? Is that her name? Allison Duty? Allison Duty. Uh, she she yeah. plays like the wife of the governor. Right. Um, and uh like a, we were we were talking after after you and I saw it, Mike. Like it's it seems like she was sitting around one day and she said, you know, I did play a Nazi spy in Indiana Jones and the and Last Crusade, but I really want to, I don't feel like it was evil enough. Right. I need to be someone who's a lot more sadistic than a Nazi. And they're like, why not a British? Perfect. 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 What does the role entail? Well, oh, you start you know, by kidnapping a child. But where's the blood? Right. And then yeah. later you're going to carry around a spiked whip between your legs for some reason, just in case someone isn't bleeding enough for you. Yeah, she is the most evil. Um, and so, you know, the inciting incident for Beam is there's a little girl, Molly. Mm-hmm. And she is, uh, you know, she's doing, uh, she's doing art. It's kind of like henna, but she's using different uh, plants that have different colors. So she's doing this kind of intricate henna work on on uh, the woman's hand while she's singing a song. And the woman decides that she's going to buy this little girl. So she tells her henchman, <laughs> and he throws a couple of coppers down. And nobody in the village understands this because they're innocents, right? right? The Indians are almost always good guys, right? Yes. <laughs> um, so they, they don't really understand. But the, the tribal chieftain is like, oh, she's, um, this is a token of appreciation yes, thank for the you. song, yeah. right? So the girl, the woman picks up the coins, at which point the British have now in their own minds completed the transaction and they proceeded to stuff the girl into the car and drag her away. <laughs> right. Um, screaming. Uh-huh. Uh, the mother runs in front of the car and that's when we get um, one of the recurring themes. And one of the best villain introductions I've ever seen. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. He, 
The woman stops the car. One of the officers brings a gun to her head and is about to shoot when the man in the car, the Governor Scott Buxton, says, Soldier, do you understand the value of the bullets in your gun? (laughs) And after he explains how hard and long and how much trouble that the Empire has gone through to make this bullet, it cost one pound. You don't waste it on these folk. Find another way. So this soldier deciding not to shoot the woman in the head, grabs a tree trunk and smacks her head in. (laughs) Exploding the the trunk that he hit her with. Yeah. It was so intense when I first saw it. I'm like, what am I watching? (laughs) No, absolutely. That was the first moment where I thought, what have I gotten myself into? Right, (laughs) right. You know, it it always reminds me of another movie in the uh, British are the worst cinematic universe. (laughs) Uh, Braveheart. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, Braveheart goes into Mornay's bedchamber on a horse and just shatters his face with a mace. Right. And it's all on screen. And it's just, it's that kind of intense, like, wow, what did I just see? <laughs> right. Only somehow it's worse when it's a crying woman. Um, and <laughs> begging a, a, for her child. A log just explodes on her head as the guy just shatters it. There's a great shot of her hand on the ground with the copper pieces covered in blood while her child is being driven away. And it's just one shot that encapsulates everything like the perfect painting and the perfect comic book frame. That is the story. Yeah. That's what sends Beam. And so, and and so Beam is like the protector of this village. Mm -hmm. And so they, you know, call out to him and say, we want our daughter back. We want Molly back. Yeah. Yeah. And so people watching it um, might get confused if they don't understand that um, all of the men in the village call each other brother. Right. The, all of the all of the women are their sisters. Um, they're not really brothers and sisters. They and just if, say that. And if you're and older than it's uncles. Uncle, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's very, very normal, even in India today. Um so that's that's kind of important but yeah that's what sends beam to delhi and then we've i've already talked about our introduction to uh to raju where you know he he does this amazing feat to bring this guy back right right and and we learn kind of kind of obliquely we learn that the reason that he's willing to fight so hard is because he wants to be promoted to the rank of special officer. Right. And so the next time we see him, he's being passed over for the rank of special officer because he's Indian. Yes. Right? I mean, there are three guys who get it, and you just look at these guys. Yeah. I'm sure that the talent pool in India is small anyway, (laughs) right? But you just look at these guys, and there's like, no way these guys did anything more extraordinary than we've already seen Raju do. So. And, and, there's, and there's a great scene later on that we'll probably get to, but but where they're they're saying you know, you know nobody wants to go after Bean and and then and Raj you know uh, the volu- volunteers <laughs> volunteers and, and the colonel goes I can vouch for this man right you know? no the man <laughs> scares the poop out of the, <laughs> that that uh, oh yeah officer because. Yeah, that was that was a moment, you know, when the the one the junior officer was like, "Oh, I've been I was I've scared been so out of my wits. scared." And the the older officer looks at Raju, 
he scares me more. Right. <laughs> like, then, yeah, then, the, then the literal thousands of people <laughs> right. that are that surrounding him. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so beautiful. Another so, single great shot of he assumes his position after having just beaten this crowd of thousands and they back away from the fence and then it just shows his eye reflecting the crowd backing away from the fence and it's another great shot of this is the story this guy is scaring all of them yeah 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 uh, that that i mean for he does that that does that he comes back and he he um you know basically grabs Fire, up. The, yeah, yeah. Water. He grabs these buckets of for the fire brigade of buckets of water and and splashes on his face and then just man as soon as a new stick grabs <laughs> him and just bang he's in line and the, the rest of the regiment is just like what did we just witness? Right? Here? Yeah, I was just I don't even though he's fighting for the British, he can't help but just be in awe. Right. This guy, right. And and when you see him get passed over, even though they haven't talked about like he's doing this for a goal or anything, right? They haven't really mentioned that at all. But you see these three pasty, <laughs> stupid Brits get get promoted to special officer. You can feel his disappointment oh, through y- the screen. Yep. Well, they do that shot where where he looks at the dome, right? Which becomes significant later. And you don't know what it's all about, and you don't understand. It's it's interesting because, in one way, you're like he's he's totally on the bad guys team. He's complete like he is he is the is he going to be the guy that Beam has to go through? Uh, you you see that conflict's going to happen, and at the same time, like you feel like there's something deeper to this story that we're completely missing. Yeah, it right. really is cool to watch it. For the first time, not knowing anything about who these people are and what they do. Yeah. And then you watch it the second time and things click more. And again, spoilers, go watch it. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't watched it and you're still listening to this, stop now. <laughs> stop. We've we told you some stuff, but we haven't we haven't totally blown it for you. No. You've no. got to watch the movie, even if it's only on Netflix. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got to watch it. It is it is. So here we go. So here we go. The first time you watch it, that is a villain's introduction. This man has beat the crap out of a thousand people. Of his own people. Of his own people. And he is apparently very much on the side of the British. He wants to ascend the ranks of the British army. And now he is going to hunt a man from his own country on a good mission because he wants this rank. He wants to be a special officer and it feels evil (laughs) well that's the thing it feels so evil but at the same time like you you get why you 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 feel um you don't think he's a protagonist but you but you think like man he's like i want to root for this guy i really want to root for this guy even though he knew what was going on yeah (laughs) right and then the second time you watch it he's not a villain he's just dead set on becoming an officer so that he can get the guns for his village. And it's single-minded for a completely different reason, but it's still, it still weighs. Right. Right. Yeah. He, uh, later in the movie, he, he quotes from the Bhagavad Gita. Uh-huh. Um, and 
I, I'm sure I don't remember it, but it is uh, uh, something like, um, don't... You have every right to work, but not to expect a result. Well, he does say that, but I was thinking of, mm -hmm. of the next thing that he said, um, which basically was like, don't, don't work for the end. Right. Right. Um, don't, but neither get, uh, attached to inaction. So he's going to be constantly moving towards his goal, even when he knows it's impossible. Right. Um, because the end is just what he's aiming for, but it's his job. His responsibility is not to win or lose. His job is to keep moving forward as long as he can. Yeah. Uh, and that is a powerful and especially I, in the context. Right. Yeah. And definitely. I mean, when you watch it again, you can see that motivation all the way through. And at first you're like, okay, he wants to be a special officer and hunting down beam is a way that he has been promised. If he can bring him in alive. Yeah. He gets the rank that he's been wanting. Right. Um, so that's now we, now we've got it set up. Beam is, Trying to to find a way um, to get Molly back, and it's important Molly. to know mm -hmm. that that he doesn't know what Beam looks like. Not at all. He doesn't know any. They, they, they ask, you know, what's well, a file? Well, we don't know. We don't. He he doesn't know anything no about them. History, he just knows no that photos. there's somebody <laughs> coming for the right. governor to get Molly back. Right. Somebody in Delhi doesn't like the governor. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> wow. I volunteer. Right. Right. So he. You know, that's that's the setup. And, and and he goes about it, as you would expect, in an intelligent way. Yeah. Right. He goes, he's he's like, I'm not I'm never gonna be able to just walk around saying, Are you here to kill the governor? Right. <laughs> so he goes to where the kind of people meet. He poses as a revolutionary, um, to try to kind of wheedle his way in. Right. Right. Um so and then we've been introduced to Beam. And I got to say, I really love the introductions. You know, it's like R, the story, right? And then R, the fire, and then R, the water, where you first, where we first actually see Beam. It's yeah. after the girl has been hurt, and he's in the woods outside of Delhi. Yeah. Um, and, it, and the camera swoops in on him, and you realize as it rotates that what you've been looking at at the top of the screen has been his reflection in the water the whole time because the whole water and fire thing keeps coming back. Yeah. That theme is definitely strong throughout. It's, it's pretty overt. It is not a subtle theme, but <laughs> no, no, right. well, is, nothing is in this very movie good. is subtle. <laughs> nothing is really subtle. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. No, 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 no. It's just, it's it just is very, clearly it's clear minding. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, he's in the woods. He's pouring blood over his head for reasons like, that will later become doing? apparent. <laughs> right. And then and then that's where we get finally the famous uh, scene where he's he's running through the jungle um, and a wolf is chasing him. Right. And he looks down as he's running and he sees the tiger's paw print in the mud and he's his eyes get big and he starts looking from side to side and he's like you know uh, i'm gonna need a new loincloth after this. Uh, he's looking around he's he's watching for that tiger and then you it might have been serendipity it might have been his his genius 
Right. Um, but he ends up, you know, basically punching a tiger with a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just as the tiger jumps, he ducks. The wolf like slams into the tiger. The tiger's mad at the wolf. <laughs> Which right? brings the up another theme. Scared to death. <laughs> I mean, that's another theme of this movie is just awesomeness when it comes to like animals. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. By the All way, by the way, I have to say, uh, yeah. the first time you see it, <laughs> you know where I'm going. <laughs> first time you see it, and there's this like huge disclaimer <laughs> right? about about how there are no there, there are no tigers. Uh, uh, deer, is deer oxen, oxen, snakes, fish. Like it just lists like every every animal every, in India. Right. It says you know these are all computer generated <laughs> like, and nothing was hurt. And you're like, what is going on in this movie? Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. It says uh, no animals or birds were harmed in the making of this film. Horses, oxen, birds, tigers, wolves, bears, leopards, deer, fish, and snake. <laughs> Are all computer generated. <laughs> and that's at the front end of this movie. Right. Like, anyway. what is going to happen? Right. I, I really do feel like if I just walked into a room and, and I saw that disclaimer on the screen, I'd be like, we'll hit play. Right. <laughs> like, what am I about to see? What is going to have tigers, deers, leopards, and oxen? And so, so, th so this is that, that, you know, so yes, he punches the tiger with the Effectively, right? The wolf was not looking for that. Uh, he didn't want anything to do with it. But anyway, they end up fighting the tiger, as has already been described, um, and and capturing, and capturing it. it. Right? This is like he's supposed to be here to get Molly back, right? What is he doing in the woods playing with wolves and tigers? Right. I don't know. And one of the cool things I. I kind of realized on, I don't know, my third rewatch <laughs> is that the reason that uh, the tiger gets into the net and then the rope that's supposed to hold the net back breaks is probably because they weren't expecting to capture a tiger. Yeah, that's they, right. They were after yeah. a wolf. They were going much after a wolf. Much smaller animal. <laughs> and then this thing comes up and that's why we get to see this scene because things are going south fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to describe it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's clearly the trap was not made for that kind of bulk. No. <laughs> no. But then, you know, there's a, a moment later after the and two have met mm -hmm. where. Um, during the friendship montage. During the friendship montage <laughs> where he's carrying like these, like these two huge, uh, like, what do you call them? Like a beef quarters, <laughs> right? I guess. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and uh, Raju. Is already his his friend and his uncle's like, geez, do you think he has enough to feed his hunger? <laughs> right. And then we see them. He hands the meat off to somebody who sticks it into a into a hole in the wall. And they're, they're keeping the tiger. And you're like, they're feeding the tiger. What are they doing with the tiger? Which will only be relevant at the end of Act in another one. hour. Right. <laughs> in another hour. Like it is interesting because of the way the movie is structured, because of the length of it. There are things that you forget, and then you're like, "Oh, right," <laughs> and and it's legitimately. It's not like uh, you know, it, even like as awesome as like Sixth Sense was and stuff like that. Like that movie's not long enough for you to like forget. totally forget something and then have it be brought back in right. another scene. And go, wow, okay. Yeah, it yeah. is a wonderful experience to have truly forgotten something that was iconic, and then when it comes back, it just lights up your brain. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Well, even even the first couple of times I watched it, um, there was a connection that I failed to make, where before Raju is even told about Beam and even goes on his quest, there's there's a, a man in the office of the governor explaining to him that these villagers they have a shepherd and the shepherd will um protect the will come flock. for that lost lamb no matter what it takes yeah and even if it's in the mouth of the tiger he will break its teeth and jaws to take it back and uh, and the the british guy <laughs> the worst people ever ever uh, this is like, the british guy who actually telling... gave the coins to the right, woman right he's the guy he who was actually... directly responsible yeah. he uh he said are you telling me that this tribal is going to take down the British Empire with his bow and arrows. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then, two plus hours later, <laughs> he dies <Does. laughs> with a bow and arrow and a stolen motorcycle. But, right. <laughs> and, and to be fair, it wasn't, it wasn't Beam. Beam who shot the arrow. But that's not the point. No. Uh, he was definitely on the team He was on. took it down. He was on the bow and arrow team. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> these weren't any regular arrows. No, <laughs> these were grenade-tipped arrows. <laughs> well, self-made. <laughs> yeah, those are awesome. Let me just whip this up in the battlefield. What do we got? A grenade? And, and yet another thing. that If all you've heard of the movie is three words. Grenade-tipped grenade arrows. Press play. <laughs> Gotta watch it, right? So I, I love that callback. Yeah, that is um, great. But then when they actually meet for the first time, um, you want to talk about how they meet? Oh, yeah. This is the most the epic. Bridge. The bridge. The 40 minutes into it, and we still haven't seen the title card. Right. <laughs> uh, so we'll just go over the whole thing. Yeah, just um, talk about like, why this, it's significant. There's this kid in the water, and he's surrounded by fire. So... Raj and Beam dive off of the bridge. Okay, hold on, hold on. We got to back up. <laughs> yeah, a you got to go back a little. Yeah. So, than so, <laughs> okay. So the, the, there's a so Raj is on a bridge. Okay, right. And and there's a train going underneath the bridge. Right. And the train catches fire. So the train and the bridge are are all one unit, and there's they're like it's like a walking bridge, the bridge above, over the above water, the, the river. Right. Train catches fire and a, a presumably a gasoline oil of some sort um, a car falls into the river and explodes. And there is a young kid who's out getting fish. fish. For beam. For beam, that's right. And he is stuck and he is begging for help. Right, because so, the water's on fire. Right. So Raj sees this happening. He's on the... And what does he do? Take it away, James. <laughs> well, first he... <laughs> waves to see if anyone else can see him and then beam sees him and then they do let's see two hand signals yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see he crosses his arms and then indicates to beam to come to the bridge so beam just grabs a motorcycle runs up to the bridge raj gets on a horse and then let's see uh two more hand signals <laughs> and they've got the plan down they know exactly what's going to happen <laughs> So they're driving towards each other. Raj grabs a flag. Why? Because it's, you know, an Indian movie. We like over-the-top imagery. Of course we're just going to grab a flag. It looks <laughs> awesome. Indian flag. Huge Indian flag. And it's like one of the original flags of India. So that's, you know, historical context and of import. 
Then they dive off the sides of the bridge. Opposite sides. While tied together. By while tied together. Because, of course. <laughs> this huge length of rope. Raj is soaking the flag in the water as he's swinging like Tarzan. <laughs> Meanwhile, Beam, on the opposite side, is also swinging and grabs the child. Lifts the child up and tosses him to Raj to get the kid out of the way. And then Raj throws the soaking wet flag to Beam, which is a great poster shot to just see these two guys throwing a child and flag across each other. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. So it then is Raj be- grabs and the kid. And it's a really good thing he grabbed that flag. <laughs> Raj grabs the kid, swings them out of the way. Kid is safe. But now Beam is swinging back towards the fire. So he wraps the soaking wet flag around him to protect himself from the scorching flames for just long enough to swing back and then hand clasp. They, hand clasp, title card, and they are laughing at the wonderfully awesome stunt that they just pulled off to grab this kid out of the And who wouldn't? I mean, <laughs> right. really. Who wouldn't? They, they definitely just became best friends. And then there was the most beautiful... Like friendship montage. We just became friends montage ever. Oh, it's it starts after they untie themselves and plunge to the bottom of the river and have the happy walk. They're like running across the bottom of the river to to uh, like congratulate each other. Seriously, they have the biggest smiles on their faces. It's hilarious. It's so great. I don't know, man. I mean, I think because it's everything in this movie is done in earnest. Yes. Right. There's no sly wink at, like, aren't we corny? There's none of the Marvel, like, let's undermine everything with inappropriate humor. Yeah, which they don't was immediately, funny the first time. They don't right. immediately grab each other and they say, I can't believe that worked. There's no way that should have been able to happen. Nope, they no, didn't do that no, at all. because it did work. It did happen. And now we're just excited. Right. And there's, <laughs> there's, there's no, like, there's no, you know, dumb kid that hits a lever and goes, oops, didn't mean to do that. Right. There's no winking at the audience like it is so pure and wholesome it really it really <laughs> is and that i mean some some of it's melodramatic and some of it might be called corny but i think because it's so sincere everything is so uh in earnest and it's also confident it, is, it, it believes in it everything yeah. it does it thinks is the right thing to be happening right now it never at least to my mind, it's never second guesses itself. Well, no. Raju does. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is a plot point. Right? <laughs> Which will be coming up. Right. Right. <laughs> so best friendship montage ever with just the best song ever. Right. Right. About friendship. Like, again, that's thought, what the subtitles are really for. <laughs> Toy Story, You've Got a Friend in Me was like, oh. like emotional. <laughs> like this thing is like multiply it by itself six times you know and, it's and it is it's written like an epic so it's like saying trouble is coming, right, trouble is coming. friendship between free will and destiny <laughs> this... between the volcano and the storm yeah we can only see if this will end in bloodshed <laughs> like oh you, you guys are trying to hint at something aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> no foreshadowing at all <laughs> i mean let's just let's just see where everyone's about. Heading, uh, this guy wants to get a kid. That guy wants to k- to kill this guy for getting that kid so that he can become a special officer. Ooh. Right. And also, you know, you really appreciate 
you you don't you don't see stuff like this since the the 30s in america the kind of manly friendship that they do sincerely have like it is like if this was done today in hollywood it'd been much 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 different of course well, even a lot of the uh, Americans reviewing it are like, ooh, look at the sexual tension between... There is right. no sexual tension between these no. two guys. Yes, one of them says, like... Um, I have had your friendship, and that means more, more to, me to me than, than, than my, my life. life. <laughs> but that's India, man. Yeah. These are two guys who are who are completely, like, they, they care about each other. And they absolutely and trust each other. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like, they're, it's not sexualized. Nope. Um, as you had pointed out, even the male-female relationships are not sexualized. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I've seen more action on a Lucy. I love Lucy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Uh, this is just how most Indian movies still today are. Like, there's not even kissing between men and women most of the time. Yeah. Um, in, in Indian movies. So it's yeah, it is. It's it's like it's uh um what is it? Frodo and Samwise yeah. level yeah. of level of friendship, right? That's a great that's um, a great comparison. It's very much like like that. And actually there's there's now that I now that I've said it out loud, I mean, um there is there is a bit of, of Frodo in Raju and that he is kind of he's taking on this huge task. Yeah. And he is uh Surrounded really? by corrupting influence. He's surrounded by corrupting influence. <laughs> and one of the themes of the movie is, um, um, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but like, how far do you go in pursuit of a noble ideal? Yeah. How much are you willing to do before you become what you're fighting against? Yeah. And, you know, he is. He's riding that line, he, man. He, oh, for sure. For sure. You know, and there are points in this movie where if you don't feel tears welling up, then I don't think I want to be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> like like when uh, he's again getting ahead of myself. But when he wipes um, when Raju wipes Beam's blood and his own tear. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. No. And 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 that. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to get, get into that because I yeah, think that's being... a big theme of like. um yeah, that that the idea of of being so it's interesting, like and then we'll get into this, but once Raj like in a way gives up his all encompassing goal, that goal happens. Right. Right. You know? Yeah, it's it's almost zen. Yeah, yeah. And that he, he lets it go and then it, it comes around. <laughs> You are listening to End of Love Remain. The first of 23 installments requested by Dr. Levitt. We're trying to be in compliance here because we're taking him and that whole organization down. 